God, the priest of the Israelites. Welcome to Smite Me. This is the podcast where we are reading the Torah and giving Judaism an old, an old spin. One last shot. One, <laughs> one moment. One opportunity. Um, they better not blow it. Right now they're not. Right now they have me hooked. Um, just they as in as in Judaism. Um, we are. I'm here with my co-host Ayani Hayashi. Hi. Um, Josh unfortunately could not be here today. He's got another big, big surfing tournament. Um, it was the same kind of thing as last time where he tried to throw it. You know, he tried to lose on purpose, but his body betrayed him because he's too good of a surfer. He's, so. he's legendary. In fact, he was uh, he was even trying to get the judges to 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 discount his perfect run because no one should really be able to surf like that. But damn, you're really making it <laughs> topical um we're uh but we do have a guest today um ben kaufman what's up what's going on guys thank you for having me i am way more excited to be here than i thought i'd be honestly i haven't <laughs> done tourist studies since uh day school so this is fun oh yeah yeah ben um ben is a friend of ours from camp and he's also a comedian in phoenix it's phoenix right yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, for yeah. now, we're, we're in Phoenix. It, yeah. it happens. I mean, you know, there was this thing going on that sort of disrupted a lot of people's plans. Can't quite put my finger on it, but you know, it's been it's been a weird year. That's true. That's true. Afghanistan has affected all of us in different ways. <laughs> um, you said you you so you did go to day school, Ben? Yeah. So I went to a Pardesh Jewish day school from fourth to eighth grade, and we had Torah study. I want to say three times a week. That's entirely too much. Oh yeah, it was. Oh, it was way too much. Uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't King David. That King David was a much stricter, harsher Jewish day school, and they did it every day for like two hours, some ungodly amount. King David is a very intense name for a school. I didn't even realize what you meant of any kind. <laughs> Jewish yeah. day school, any kind of school. That'd be an intense name for a hockey school. There, our King flag David football matches school. were pretty intense. I was going to ask if you like played soccer against them, and they were all like pretty intense overall. They they were not as good. We had a few soccer kids that were somehow like actually really good at soccer. Like they went on to play like in high school and college. So we we did okay in sports. Man, sports school sports are so fun because you're supposed to like get into it and like want to really represent and like cheer on your team for this place that you just hate going to every day it's it's wild. Yeah, it's supposed to be so happy i mean it's like yeah. the olympics <laughs> you know every day i i go to america and i hate it <laughs> but some people love their countries it. yeah no that's true yeah losers unless <laughs> you know not not necessarily if you're from like a big if you're from like america you're a loser if you love it, but if you're from it, it does still feel like I like country. love high school at this point. If I love America, it feels like I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, like we were the best. And it's like, no, we were 16. We're not the best. Like, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Patriotism and still being really into like your college or high school friend group. Yeah. It's they're, they're similar, uh, 
there's there's similar deals. Uh, does anyone have any smiteable things they might have done this week? Aside from you know just like the regular stuff. I guess not. Okay. No, I mean just spending too much time on this on this dang on this dang website. Okay. Yeah. So I think oh maybe we, I could get I could get us get us to where we need to go here. Which well, is, I mean, it's kind of a Jews in the news, you know. It's kind of Jews in the news, and it's also you said we're letting Judaism kind of like give it give us one last razzmatazz to see if they can keep us on the uh, keep us on the wagon, as it were. And it just <laughs> so happens to be that the. Uh, the concept of Judaism basically has a PR firm. Well, somebody. Okay, where did there's a website <laughs> called Jewbelong.com, and now it's, it's oh, say it again. Um, Jewbelong.com. So that's Jew is in J E W, belong is in belong B E L O N G dot com, and yeah, it's basically a PR firm for Judaism. You go to their website, and they have these little banner ads that say things. Like, um, this one says, we, you didn't like it when we didn't defend ourselves and you don't like it when we do doesn't leave much wiggle room, just like really intense shit like that. And, um, the fun thing about this is that these little slogans are not just on the banner of their website. These slogans are on like buses, like, or like I've, they have, oh, they have, really? they have like in New York and I think I saw one in San Francisco, like a bus stop ad of just like. I forget which one it was. It might not have been. Oh my god! Uh, was, like, I thought it was just like social media. That's nuts. No, it's like pithy, sarcastic, fucking weird. Like, should I just read? Should I just read the mission statement or not the mission statement? Please. But the, the front page. Yeah, the it, PR of the PR, as it were. Yeah. Yes. You open the it. Copy. It says, "Have you ever asked yourself why be Jewish? Us too." No. The short answer is that Judaism is somewhat easy and time-tested, like 5,000-plus years, way to add meaning and connection to your life. But yeah, sometimes Judaism can be more complicated than your last girlfriend. That's where Jubilong comes in. <laughs> well, it's just I didn't realize that we were also just going to be a little bit sexist about everything. Okay. <laughs> oh, for sure. That's a part of it. Okay, let's go down. But it's no, no, also, no. it's not clear if it's men or women. I, I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter, It doesn't though. really, no, it doesn't, but... It kind of is curious. Um, think of us as the funny kid in your geometry class. Blah, blah, blah. You're not funny. Um, we provide straightforward explanations, readings, and rituals to help warm your heart. We promise never to Jubaris you <laughs> because we've been there. That's not a pun. What the fuck? No, that's we're, not a what? We're thrilled that you're here and hope you find what you're looking for. Oh, if you guys are upset about Jubaris, don't be because it has, it's blue and underlined, which means I can click on it and they provide more of a definition. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm so glad when websites give me definitions to their made up fucking words. Jubaris. This is Judaism's house of leaves. This is a nightmare. Jubaris. The oh, feeling God. you get may include sweating, shortness of breath, or mild panic when you think you should know something Jewish, but you don't. Also occurs when you've said or done something Jewish, quote-unquote, wrong. We've all been there. At Jubilong, we're on a mission to end Jubarisment so that people can focus on the good parts. So, so wait a minute. Also, <laughs> so they made up a problem called Jubarisment. That can only happen with other Jews. By the way, yeah, I think when a, Jew are... is more, when a Jew is like smug as hell to you and you're like, oh, no. Right. I think they're doing the thing of inventing somebody to get mad at by being like, we're not like those other Jews that will tell you you're not Jewish enough, which I guess. 
Except they are. They it's totally the thing. are. Because as you belong, you're already pretty enough to be Jewish. You don't have to try to be pretty. But the thing is, is that they're also heretics, just like us. So that's... <laughs> Let's just... No, but that's something I was thinking about reading this website, because they also have... There's a whole section on, like, the rules of kosher, and they're basically just like, yeah, you can have cheeseburgers. Like, no one cares. It's fine, which I do think is very funny. And But I also am just thinking about it in terms of, like, if you're just, like, the most hardcore Hasidic, no-bullshit Jewish guy, like, Smite Me and Do Belong are in the same exact category in your brain of just, like, complete, utter nonsense that can be ignored 100%. That's Yeah, they would hate you both equally for the same reasons. I'm actually kind of more of the opinion that they'd probably at least appreciate that we were reading the thing. More than they would just be that, like, but these, oh, this is just a website that says oh, Jewish yeah. stuff doesn't have to be Jewish and vice versa. No, no I mean, they'd appreciate that you're at least breaking it down every week and really going through the text. This guy just, like, it really feels like secondhand Judaism to me. Like, this guy learned it from a guy, and now he's teaching it to us, but he's going to he's gonna save us a bunch of time and just give us the bullet points. I mean, it really is. It feel yeah, it's like the... um. I don't know why, but it somehow reminds me of those, like, websites, programs from, like, the early 2000s that were, like, if you click this button once a day, you feed a kid. And, like, how does that math fucking work out? Nobody knows, but it's, like, a feel-good thing you can do that without actually engaging with any of the things that you think you want to engage with. You know what I mean? Sure. I thought I was kind yeah, of Yeah, it gives you like the satisfaction of studying Judaism without really flipping open a book. And it's also just like, it's all person. Can I tell you guys some great news? Um, they have a section on the website called um, the New Ten Commandments. Oh, can we read them? Yep. That's, that was the Oh, plan. yeah. That part we, was a we, doozy. We kind of read some of the old Ten Commandments. So. Oh, yeah. We've already read. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, Here, I, here's the little preamble to the New Ten Commandments. I feel like you're ruining it by preambling it, person who wrote it, but go ahead. (laughs) God didn't really preamble it for us. (laughs) No, that's true. God was way more confident. What with the pogroms, the Inquisition, the Holocaust, the seemingly never-ending parade of anti-Semitism around the world, it is kind of a miracle that we are still here. So wouldn't it be ironic if, in the end, the Jewish people disappear, not because of war and hatred, but because of, well, plain old lack of interest? Oi, imagine the Jewish guilt. Jewish wisdom done well can be vital to living a full and joyful life, but sometimes our messaging is stale. It's time for a refresh, starting with the new Ten Commandments. What if all the Jews disappeared because we all collectively walked into the ocean after reading that statement? <laughs> <laughs> the the whole, like, are you going to read the new Ten Commandments, or do we want to mm-hmm. break this down? Because I, I have a whole thought on this. Like, Oh, I mean, go for I, it. Yeah. I've been hearing for like since day school and my grandfather was also uh, a founding rabbi of a temple in the Bay area. So I just like got thrown into Judaism, whether I wanted to be there or not. And there's this consistent fear throughout the last three generations of the last Jew, this idea that one day Judaism will run out of Jews and there will just be, there's literally an old story they used to read kids in day school of, the last Jew that they have on like display in this museum in the future. And it's just a dude in a box. Who's the last Jew on earth. Wait, really? And, like, it's That's a whole, hilarious. 
Oh, yeah. It's a whole cautionary Jewish tale from the 80s. And somehow it's not just Nazi propaganda that made the last no. new book. Well, what I it was, was written by a Jew to be like, careful, don't stop doing oh this. What's God. interesting and, to me is that like there's a lot of fear of no more Jews. And that fear comes from the fact that like fucking the Nazis tried to wipe us off the planet, which very valid fear but it also comes from like this fear of like like they're saying here like oh people are gonna lose interest and it's like well then fucking call john taffer and do bar rescue for your synagogue like yeah i don't know real. what to tell you like people are <laughs> bored <laughs> which well, i guess it, it is also what jubilon to, is saying it, i mean but there's there is clearly a huge age gap in judaism in like what old Jews believe and want to have programming about and what young Jews want to believe and have programming about. And it's never felt more prevalent than now in my life. But like, if you, if you're really that concerned as an older Jew, if you're really that concerned about the future of Judaism, like be quiet, let younger Jews start talking and then they'll be fine. But every time these older Jews, I sound super anti-Semitic right now. Every time these old Jews come in here, (laughs) But every time older Jewish people get a part of the whole, how do we keep young Jews interested conversation? It just like, it turns into this, this idea of 60 year old people planning a high school dance. Like, it gets into fucking Jubilong. Well, no, but I think yeah, Jubilong is this. like, it's hard to say where Jubilong is generationally. I'm kind of getting, picking up Gen X vibes. Yeah. Um, but can we, yeah. can we start these, these commandments? First commandment, please, please. honor those who choose Judaism. We all know people who aren't Jewish but invite Judaism into their lives and the lives of their children, either by converting or just welcoming a Jewish practice. So let your friends Hug suck them, their own dick. Kiss them, and for God's sake, go out of your way to make them feel welcome. This might very well be the most important important commandment. When someone chooses Judaism, we should be thrilled and grateful. There's not that much to say there. I You got to give Alan Dershowitz a chance because he's one of us, and that's what matters. Yeah. Uh, like, you really jumped to... <laughs> like, Alan Dershowitz. I guess he's yeah. One no, of, it's straight one up of the worst Jews alive. It's straight <laughs> up the the first commandment is give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, yeah. And it's like kind of saying be nice to converts, but it not in any sort of direct language. I'm gonna move on because there's more. There's there's ten, more there's nine more of these. Yes. Um, second commandment: Jewish grandchildren. You want them, right? Then raise your children to be Jewish. Wishy washy isn't going to get you there. Children don't get to decide religion. Parents do. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hey, that's biblical. That's straight up. Parents, that's very like parents rock energy. Parents rock. Kids suck. What are you going to do about it? Um, you used to be a labor force. You know that? No matter who you marry, decide ahead of time <laughs> that the kids will be brought up with a strong connection to their Jewish identity, even if that means lighting candles for Hanukkah and Diwali. If the thought of being invited to your grandchild's baptism troubles you... Do something about it now. So again, really all over the place with like, and we can have that all the religions not, and, and, but not a baptism. No, 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 Which no, no. honestly, I like, I feel you there. Cause like, I don't want to, yeah, well, I don't know. This is one of those think, things where they do it. And I know I'm very sensitive to it as someone who's uh, from a multicultural background. When people think that just dropping that they have knowledge of other people's cultures is the same thing as like being welcoming. Oh, sure. Where they're just like Name dropping Diwali. Yeah, straight up. And then like, but then also very much at the same time being like, but there are, tr- there are traditions that are wrong. Yeah. Like, like it, it was like, let's be cool to some of the more exotic religions. But like, if, if a Christian's walking in, it's on site. Like, no, no, no. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which is also funny because a baptism is just the Christian version of a mikvah, but whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it is all the same, the same shit. Um, okay. Third commandment. Belief in God is not required. Blam. Mic drop. I, I, I feel like I know some kind of supreme entity that might have an issue with that being the third commandment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God hates that. <laughs> Enough with Jews opting out because they don't believe in God. You don't need to believe in God to be a good Jew. Meaningful Judaism can be about values, tradition, culture, and community. I mean, I agree with that statement, essentially. Yeah. yeah. That, that one might actually be, be no frills, like a good one to consider. I guess it's just like, because the next, I'm just going to um, like jump ahead for a second, but to make a point, the next one is get to Israel. And so they're weird. This person's weird Israel politics combined with the fact that there's like, and there's no God is very funny to me. Um, (laughs) So I guess I'll just jump in fourth commandment, get to Israel. It's your responsibility to take your family to Israel unless you really can't afford it. A family who goes on a safari in Africa and ski trips to Vail but hasn't gone to Israel is missing out on a life-changing experience. I would love to meet these fucking <laughs> British colonialists from 1880. What the fuck? So, so this, Wait. this writer has never met a working-class Jew in their life. This nope. is <laughs> no. Sending your kids to Israel on birthright's dime when you don't have to is like going to the food pantry for a meal when you can afford to buy it. If you insist What? On- <laughs> yeah, Whoa. Dude. We're getting real. Yeah, that's Sheldon Adelson's money you're spending there, buddy. Be careful with it, okay? That might be the most anti-Semitic thing. Just just spend more money than you have to. Wait. um... (laughs) I'm starting to think this person might not be Jewish. (laughs) It's Richard Spencer. Um, (laughs) Like Richard Spencer, like writing out a full article about Sukkot. (laughs) Like a really well-researched article about the holiday of Sukkot just to... Is to throw a fucking wrench in the gears. Okay. Um, if you insist on birthright, then at least give them a large donation to pay for your child's trip. By the way, Israel is not scary. <laughs> what is scary is the thought of the Middle East without Israel. I was going to say the Ooh. implications of it, but oh, yeah, that too, I guess. Saying the Israel dunks. is not scary is so funny. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that these Ten Commandments have dunks. I'm so glad that like we're getting in jabs while we're also telling our people how to live. Yeah, you know what? The uh, f- one thing I will say about, and I've always said about the original Ten Commandments, is it's it's a dunk free zone, and that's a shame. It needed to be punched uh, up. I'm glad they like I'm there's... glad they brought this to the writers' room. Yeah, what's the dunk you feel like is in the original ones? No, I guess there's not really. A I dunk. guess it's just the or, ultimate I mean, dunk of I'm God and you're not saying like that one's a that one's a big dunk. The saying first don't one, cover your I'm neighbor's God. wife is kind of a dunk because it's like why would I cover my neighbor cover my neighbor's wife? What's your point? Um, there's there is the sarcastic one of like thou shall not kill I roll like <laughs> yes okay no, as I tell you it's okay you know fifth commandment end boring synagogue <laughs> which honestly I love which okay it's the problem is now we're gonna have this weird insight into what they think is boring synagogue sure. Okay, let's read it. We have attended and practically slept through so many bar bat mitzvah services, wondering not why we are losing so many Jews, but why we aren't losing more. <laughs> Jesus, Richard. Um, <laughs> this guy fucking hates Come on, rabbis. We are ca- this guy's Ooh. bringing it. It says, come on, rabbis, and then it's blue, and you can click on rabbis. And then it just says rabbis, a Jewish scholar, a teacher, 
and spiritual. Okay, that's stupid. Um, it's a definite, helpful. it's a literal definite. We are counting on you, and many of you are failing us. Be creative, be humorous, and be spiritual. Did you, oh, oh, strap in, guys. Did you hear about the evangelical church in Corpus Christi where they gave away cars, bikes, and televisions to people just for coming to Easter services? Bet you rolled your eyes. We did too, until we watched the service on YouTube. It was fun, invigorating, inspiring. No more eye rolling. <laughs> hey, Rebby, how about some more fucking jokes, huh? That's one of the more baffling ones. Boo your sermon. <laughs> Well, the three judges gave you an X, so that means you're out of it. We're going to give the next rabbi a go. Like, what are you, are you trying to gamify Saturday morning services? Right, and this is supposed to be because we're supposed to have, like, a a spiritual connection to our tradition, history, and whatever. But, you know, the only way you're going to go there is if you give away a free fucking bicycle. Yeah, no, that, that last part about being more like the evangelical church is very bizarre, and, like... I don't know. This is it's pretty grim. I mean, I agree. More snakes in religious services overall. Snakes? Just, yes. Oh, bring I in don't a fucking snake care what religion you are. Just the snake handlers need jobs. There's a gap in our economy. People need to eat. And Repti- people need to reptile be entertained. guy at synagogue. Yep. Yesterday. Um, commandment six: Give philanthropy to Jewish causes. Um, this one's kind of, I don't even want to read the whole thing. They're just saying like, we give too much philanthropy to non-Jewish causes and we should give more to Jewish causes or else Jewish philanthropy will go away. You know what? You know what I say to that whole fucking idea is fucking solidarity over charity. You fucking noobs. Sure. Yeah. Fucking loser. Seventh commandment is do your Jewish with others, which I hate. Um, is that orgies? No, it's just your Jewish. It sounds like how it's phrased. It just says Judaism is a communal communal religion and is difficult to do solo. Religions that may be are... one reason why most Jewish prayers are written in the plural. Genius. If you don't belong to a synagogue but march in twice a year expecting to enjoy it, you might feel like a disappointed outsider. If you don't have a Jewish community, try to find one. There's so many blah blah blah. Okay, I'm yeah. That's just Jew- find a Jewish community. They're everywhere. Oh my god. Why I'm getting mad. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm getting riled Shabbat. Um, yeah, Friday night family Shabbat. Period. Oh, this this one's actually pretty. Uh, this one makes me think that this is. I don't know. This one actually kind of contradicts, um, the like like end boring synagogue one because it's end boring synagogue sounds like a rule written by a child like abolish homework kind of kind of vibes, but. <laughs> This, their take on Shabbat is Friday night is family Shabbat, period. It doesn't matter if you cook a chicken or order a pizza, but light the candles, make your blessing over wine and challah, bless your kids if you have them. If you don't have challah, make a blessing over a pretzel. Stay home and make at least part of your Friday evening special. Will your teenagers sometimes hate you for ruining their lives as you make them miss Friday night dances, football games, and sleepovers? Yes. Deal with it. That is written by someone (laughs) who never went to any of those things as a teenager. Yeah, this person had zero fun as a child and wants everybody to feel that pain? Like, who hurt this person? I hate, I hate, I hate it all. I want to, I want to burn it. Okay, wait. What, okay. what is staying home on a Friday night even accomplish? Like, I get, I get, like, Friday night, you need to have family dinner. Okay. But why are we keeping the kids at home? Like, what are you, what are you doing after dinner? I've never done anything for Shabbat that wasn't just like, here are the candles, we're gonna eat. That's it. What about fucking having Shabbat at fucking Chili's? 
What about that? Okay, Why can't that, we do that? They, I think this person would absolutely give you a go to have Shabbat at Chili's. I don't know. A lot of arbitrary rules. Ninth commandment is send your kids to Jewish summer camp and Hebrew school. And the 10th commandment is end Jew embarrassment. Uh, Here we go. Oh, full circle, baby. Here we are right back at the beginning. Just this manufactured problem of Jew embarrassment that they're, they have, they've proposed a solution to. We're going to end Jew embarrassment guys. Jew embarrassment is the made up version of what people, of what Jews of color in particular go through when they do something quote unquote wrong. Huh, that's interesting. Embarrassment is the word I wish I had every time Chabad came up to me on campus and would just be like, are you Jewish? You look Jewish. And it's like, listen, motherfucker, like, you don't get to say that. Everybody else doesn't get to say that. And like, I'm Jewbarist because now, like, he's called me out in front of everyone. Yeah, I feel a lot of Jewbarrisment whenever someone Jewish does anything embarrassing on fucking television. I mean, yeah. I think the... I think the most... This website is the most Jewbarrising thing of all. I think, yeah, wow. Also, you know what this person doesn't fucking realize in that whole talk about fucking like, oh, there might be no more Jews or whatever, is like people are becoming less religious globally overall. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's not exclusive to us by any means. No, and there's so like it's... and probably some of the reason is because the the outreach that these fucking people are doing is fucking there's I know that there's multiple fucking Christian versions of Jew belong and they're all just as cringeworthy. Oh, for sure. And oh, you absolutely. know that there's... You see the signs. You see the signs outside of churches that are like, they're kind of nice, and it'll be like a rainbow flag, which I actually, like, I, I'm not going to shit on that. I do appreciate a church flying a rainbow flag. But then, no, you, you then see... there'll be some pithy little thing like this. I don't know. Like, fucking... Yeah, I... I don't know. Like, heroin is cool for a week, but Jesus is forever. <laughs> <laughs> heroin, famously something people can do for just a week. Um, great job, Ayani. <laughs> hey, where, where the fuck's my job at that agency? The the thing I found on this website that was just truly horrifying. Did you did you click on Horns Jesus Pennies? Did you see that tab? <laughs> I saw the tab. I got a little too angry to fucking click on that one. Okay, so I will save you the stress. Horns Jesus Pennies is a collection of, I read the intro, 1,000 instances of anti-Semitism. Oh, you're right. That Jew belong, like, collected through social media and then put together in this very outdated user interface of a book that you can, like, literally scroll through on their website. Oh, great. And it's terrible. And it's all just instances of anti-Semitism clumped together by theme. So, like, one section is, show us your horns, and it's just... All the stories where someone said something about Jews and horns, and it just keeps going like that for too many pages. What, are, what can the stories even be? Like Melissa, Melissa R said that Jews have horns, but even though we I'll, don't, I'll flip through it really quick so I can give you the full context here. Jews, so, pennies, and, and Jesus was the last one. Pink. So, and all. By the way, it's also usernames, so it's not credited to people. It's credited to Pink Luna Laura <laughs> as all one word. Um, in first grade, my classmate John Zimmerman called me a dirty Jew. Yes, I still remember his name. No, he wasn't Jewish. Yes, it left an ugly memory. That was Pink Luna Laura. What a what like, a ride you contribution took us on. to this book. Telling <laughs> us Zimmerman, like making that. us all think, oh, so he's Jewish, and then saying, no, 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 no. Right. I this thing just oozes guilt. I want, I want, I want to set some <laughs> things on fire. I just don't know what yet. I mean. <sighs> I don't know. I understand being 
upset that John Zimmerman called you a dirty Jew in second grade. Um, and I understand wanting to have community over people who have had similar experiences. But then it's just... I don't know, you didn't earn that. What I can't understand is making a book in 2020 and just yeah. not going through the like the process of Amazon self-published. Like you're well, right, but who there. wants that coffee table book? Of right, who wants that on their Kindle? I'm I'm willing I to have that explanation every fucking time. There's already a dead dog in our living room. There it's, you go. <laughs> it's they they did all the stuff to it that you're supposed to do. It's uh. not just laying there collecting flies. No, 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 no. no. Uh, yeah, I would have that. Uh, I mean, fuck it, whatever. I don't know who fucking who. I. It's just like another person enabled by the fact that no one has told has ever like shat on their dreams before, and like this is what happens when you don't have good enough friends. Is you fucking make oh, a website like Jubilant. People... Can you imagine if you? Oh, imagine how fucking juicy that would be if we found out somebody we went to camp with was Jubilant. <gasps> I it would. feels like it's the it feels like it's the rich popular girl. Like my theory about this before you brought it up to me was like this was the rich Jewish popular girl at a summer camp who's never been told no, who's always looked at as infallible, and somehow they were like, "I'm gonna start a Jewish website. I'm gonna be the just, spokesperson for the Jews." It just like reeks of this confidence of just like, I know about Judaism and I know what other people want. So I'm pretty sure I can speak for everyone. Like I, I went to camp with girls like that. Yeah, sure. We all did. We still don't know. Yes. The gender of this person's a mystery. We don't know. There's a lot of weird misogynistic undertones that could come from that a man true. or a woman. That that there's a couple other. It kind of seems, it almost kind of seems like not to like get that I'm, that any of us are really in a place to like pontificate on this too much, but it kind of feels like woman flavored misogyny, if that makes any sense. It sure. Kind of, yes. Like, yes, there's, I don't know. There's this part about like being kosher and like, I'll see if I can find it. They just say some weird shit about how like, if you keep kosher, you don't get fat. Like some weird that, shit like that, where it's like, it just, it's just like, why do we need this website that's like this compound of like Judaism and then all your weird body shit? You know what I mean? I can also definitely throw down two hundred dollars that this person is as white as the moon. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh yeah, but no, this- I would be very shocked if it was like some Ethiopian Jew behind this. <laughs> 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 Or this is just a convert that just, like, ran with it. Like, they got their certificate, and they were like, I know what I'm doing next. That actually could be it. That actually, I would. Because they keep saying things like, be welcoming to the new person, and it's like, which, again, sure. But if you're the rabbi who, who, like, gave this person the green light, and then they make this website, like, you got to be... You got to be uh, eating humble pie a little bit. Oh, straight See, up. I don't Whoever think this person, gave this person the green light needs to apologize to everyone. I don't think this person went to a rabbi because I I feel like <laughs> I've always been able to count on a rabbi being the person in my community that would shit on me with no qualms. Like, I don't give a lot of money to a temple. Like, I'm not somebody important in Judaism. I'm sure a rabbi has no problem telling me, no, that's a bad idea. So... I, either this person didn't run it by anyone or this person's a temple donor and was like, Rabbi, I've got the best idea. 
And they were like, that sounds like a great idea. Are you renewing your fees this year? Like, I I don't Wait. see how somebody else approved this idea at all. Yeah, I kind of, what I if, get on I don't that. know how long this website's been around, but what if someone who wasn't Jewish, but was very interested in Jewish culture and inserting themselves in Jewish conversation, got fired from The View one day and decided to start a website called jewbelong.com, and it was Megan McCain. What if Jewbelong is Megan McCain? Is so Megan McCain, McCain is a Jewish Rachel Dolezal is what we're going. She kind of, of is. She point. like says, she's getting there. She's like call like Chuck Schumer said some like super like tame thing about Palestinians being humans or something, and then she like we called, all know how people feel about that. She statement. called him anti-Semitic, and it's just like yeah, man, Chuck Schumer's super anti-Semitic. Anyway, I'm, copyright twenty seventeen, uh, Jew belong. Okay. Oh wow! So we left. We so just that's recent started that that the Trump the administration first. with this, and we just left. No, it that out. makes perfect sense. That that very much. This very much fits like where I think a lot of people were mentally when. I'll bet you this. Ha- this this started the idea for this uh, this website <clears throat> spawned out of its egg right after the fucking rally in Charleston. Maybe. Ugh. Yeah. And I, no, 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 I'm almost fucking absolutely positive because that's also like exactly the person we're imagining who made this website. That would be their response to like fascism. Sure. Um, I was I was hoping we'd get something cool, like a Jewish, like I, I'm going to get investigated for this, like a Jewish terrorist group. I was really certain at a certain point we'd start to see like Jews coming out from the other end of things, but nope, we got oh, Jew like belong a cool instead. Jewish terrorist. Oh, you group. mean like a fucking, like, like the partisans in fucking <laughs> world war two, just a bunch of fucking Russian anarchists who are also Jewish. Who are just like, I guess we're blowing up train tracks now that, yeah, that was kind of what I was sort of looking for was just a little bit of Jewish resistance. And it, if it came along, I haven't seen it and doing. I haven't been invited. That's what's crazy. That's what Jew belong thinks they're doing. I yeah, even that's found what I'm saying. I even found some, there's some part of their website that I'm having trouble finding now, but it was basically like, it wasn't like, it was some bit, it was some list of like Jewish, like Zionist Twitter personalities. And it like was framing them as if they were like on the front lines of fighting virtual anti-Semitism and harassment. The people who are on the front line of fucking fighting, like, literally who are actually on the front line of, like, fighting that shit online and, like, countering Nazi radicalization online are just not usually Jewish. They're just fucking other... They're K-pop fans as of recent. Like, they're not not Jews at all. Quite often K-pop fans. (laughs) Which, yeah, but, like, I mean, I don't know. This is... Maybe we should just move on and talk about yeah, the fucking Bible. This I think is fucking terrifying. I think that we'll probably re uh, revisit Jubilong at some point because Jubilong will come back. There's more. There's I want to try to get some more info on this. I'm okay. We all know how Judaism works. If this is really someone that's as involved in their Jewish community as they, somebody think knows they are, this per yeah, someone knows about it. This person Smite has said Nation. something to someone. Yep. Smite Me Nation, we're calling upon you. If you have <laughs> any leads. If you anything, please email us, smite me podcast at gmail.com. We want to debate Jubilong well, on the you, true meaning we of know <laughs> that Jubilong. We know you're out there. And I also think it's unbelievably ironic that our most earnest plea for any kind of journalistic lead happens while Josh is away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I man. I also, I mean, no, I don't know. 
Oh no, I want people to fucking go, go find this person. Don't I, don't I, I don't, 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 find, don't like don't put your right hands on them. Just <laughs> no, no no no. I just but tell us who they are in a very legal and non-threatening way. Yeah, I just want to know. I just I have so many fucking questions, and and I'm afraid Jubalong is the only person who can answer them. I I feel like it would answer a lot of like what the intent behind this is because like you said like really depending on your age would really explain your like rationale behind this. I mean, I think one thing we can all agree on is some fucking nerd. Um, maybe or maybe it's a cheerleader, dude. That's what we've been trying to tell you. Anyway, can be nerds too. Cheerleaders can be nerds. Can we move on? <laughs> yes. we have Tor to study. Yeah, we have to not yes. be nerds and talk about only the most important book that's ever been written, the Word of God. <laughs> um, I was on charge of in charge of summary this yeah, week. Hit us with the summary, dude. Okay, so this chapter is mostly god telling moses the rules for the holiday of yom kippur for him to then tell aaron so um it starts with god laying out the rules um basically saying like he that aaron that to enter the most holy place quote unquote on this day he has to wash himself and then put on a bunch of clothes that include like a linen tunic a sash a turban etc and then aaron has to bring a bull two rams and two goats um, and every basically everything goes to God except for one of the goats, which goes to Azazel. Boom! The devil. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Azazel specifically feels like yeah, like tenacious D devil. Um, yeah. <laughs> Aaron has to do some shit with coals and incense in a pan, and then he has to sprinkle some bull blood and goat blood in front of the ark. And in doing this, he's atoning for the sins and transgress- transgressions of the Israelites. Then he kind of does something where he kind of channels all of the sins and bad things into one of the goats. So this is kind of more details on the Azazel thing. He kind of channels all of the sin and all of the misdoing, misdeeds of the community from the past year into this one goat that then somebody like takes out into the wilderness and it gets eaten by Azazel. No, 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 no. It says you take him over a cliff. You take him over a cliff. Yeah. And that's giving it to Azazel, because Azazel, you gotta fall. I don't know. Fucking. Um, and then God is like, yeah, this is Yom Kippur. He never says Yom Kippur, but he says, on the tenth day of the seventh month, Jews who dwell among you, the Jews and those who dwell among you will practice self-denial and do no work. Um, and then he goes into something called the Holiness Code, which is basically God being like, hey, all the animals that you normally sacrifice at the tabernacle, don't sacrifice them anywhere besides the tabernacle or there will be problems. And then he goes into how you can't eat blood and how when you kill an animal, you have to drain the blood in a very specific way. Um, And then God tells us that we're not allowed to do incest and he lists every possible incest situation every that you're not allowed to do. Very bureaucratic of the Torah. Every search term. You can't give you can't give these people a loophole, or they'll they'll just run with it. I a hundred percent believe that is because of Moses and not God. If Moses is being okay, but what about your aunt? He's like, nope, that's not allowed either. Okay, but what about your aunt? But like, you're not really related to them. No, that's not allowed either. It's like, all right, fuck it. You know what? Let's do every combination. So yeah, he basically bans um, bestiality, infidelity, period sex, and being gay. Um, yeah, which which respectfully disagree on an entire verse on no period sex. Like I I've picked and choose a lot of things from Judaism, but that I'm surprised I'm in conflict with Judaism about. 
Yeah, I mean, Judaism is just weird about the ladies. And um, then, oh, and then God also is like, hey, um, there's this guy, Molech, that, like, the Canaanites are sacrificing their children to. So don't do just that. go ahead and do me a favor and don't sacrifice your children to Molech. Um, and... And then he's like, yeah, don't be gay or do bestiality because the Canaanites defile themselves by doing both of those things. And you're not the Canaanites. You are the superior people. And that is the chapter. Hey, so this is actually there's a couple. These are, this is a um, not in terms of fucking uh, like narrative or anything, but this is one of the like most important chapters in terms of like, number one, the Jewish tradition. This is fucking Yom Kippur in the Bible. You fucking know the name of the movie. They just said it. Um, and then also, this has like a bunch of back-ended shit that's been used to justify being terrible to uh, people who are not just straight uh, for a really long time. And I did actually do some digging um, onto the legitimacy of that. And there's... I found a couple... Ayani of- typing into Google, is it okay to be gay? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I did. <laughs> Jewish. Is it okay to be gay Jewish? For- so, <laughs> is it okay to be gay Jewish? <laughs> Basically, so you'll see this thing happening, especially amongst people who are... Uh, honestly, people like people we went to camp with and stuff. Like, I've seen a Twitter thing about it before, and I have to say a Twitter thing because I'm not on Twitter. Um... But I've seen lots of other people do, and it's kind of this thing going around where people are saying that, like, the original intent of the language was that basically it's against pedophilia or it's against specifically the practice of, like, pederasty amongst the Greeks and whatever. Yes. So that's the don't lie with a man like you would lie with a woman. Right. So I did some digging on Don't lie with a boy. Um, Well, that's the problem is because this is all translation. Like, it takes a certain amount of, like, legit scholarly digging and daggling to really get to an answer (laughs) that's how i refer to it so according to the queer bible hermeneutics institute at the fucking what is this called the perkins school of theology at the university of dallas so this is a fucking legit fucking you know whatever basically here's what it comes down to the idea that they're talking about like pederasty amongst the greeks is kind of bogus because it doesn't it's not contemporaneous um and that's sort of basically just generously reading and kind of reinterpreting it what it does say is it uses a very specific verb in hebrew that uh i'm not going to get super into the specifics but it's only used five times in the bible for i think most of the time it's actually just about a non-sexual act and literally about like lying in a place and then the only other time it's in relation to a sexual act is when way back in Genesis, when perennial fuckhead Reuben has sex with his father's concubine is the only other time it's used, um, ah. which if you put into the greater context of Leviticus and also just Jewish law, that would have been an incestuous relationship. Right. So I basi- would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. That was so incest. basically what they're saying is, to say that it's a flat out ban on like any kind of gay relations or anything like that is kind of doesn't really hold weight because it's not usually the verb they would use. And basically what I think what they what the queer institute of or queer Bible hermeneutics or whatever the fuck came to the conclusion of is basically saying that you whatever this law is trying to say may be lost. But whatever the law says within the actual text is that 
all of basically those things we just listed that are incestuous with your female relatives also apply to male relatives. Okay, that's yeah. a... See, that would make a lot more sense. And it yeah, also puts it a lot, of a lot more in the context of, like, where basically they're just saying, like, look, you, we said no stepsisters. We said no step-aunts. We said no fucking cousins. We said no this. We said no that. By the way, all true for the guys, too. Yeah. That makes sense, because this is just, like, there's so much red tape to read through in this chapter, where at a certain point, you just want to be like, and also the boys, next. Like, yeah. you, you just want to get through it, so that makes sense. I just saw a whole thing for a documentary about, they went back and researched the Greek translations for the Christian Bible, and how their translation came to be going from, they're, they're the ones that I guess are more maintaining that, like, pedophile homosexual story, gotcha. because they can trace it back to a translation from like 1954 and then a, a seminary student wrote a letter about the translation questioning it. And then the translation was changed again. Like there's a whole story mm. behind this translation as it relates to, I guess the Catholic Christian Bible. And I was trying to find the Jewish explanation. So I'm, I'm glad you found that. That makes a lot more sense for ours. I don't for think theirs. It's more that like Greek to English thing, but for also it's, it's a documentary. Like... I don't think that the perspective I got is, jewish i think it's um uh, it's called the uh, i mean it's just the perkins school of theology so it might not even necessarily be a affiliated okay. uh school of study you know what i mean like it might not be religiously affiliated but it might just be theology the study of like god and shit by secular people um okay and then also let's keep in mind uh while i believe them and i think that makes sense and the sources they had are are were good and i like did a little bit of digging it is called the class is called queer bible hermeneutics so like obviously there's a conclusion that they're probably trying to get to or at least a perspective to right you know so that keep that in mind as well i don't really think that that changes the research that they've done it just seems like that's a good thing to just be honest about yeah in terms no, of like, whenever you're doing this kind of research especially so there you go that's absolutely that's do not lie with a man corner. well should we jump to the top and uh talk about <laughs> azazel a little more does anyone hell yeah <laughs> i mean the idea of channeling it like taking yom kippurus and the opportunity to channel all of the wrongdoings of the community for the year into one goat and then making the goat walk away is very crazy. Dude, we kind of into it. it, We sacrifice a goat to a fucking demon. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That seems to be the case. Yeah. We don't give it any of the pomp and circumstance, but it literally says, take your fucking pen, take your Sharpie, take your fucking paint stick and put four God on one and put four Azazel on the other. And the one that you write that for Azazel on, that's for him. It's a very like, and give the Mater D a 20. Like, it's just like, we're not really discussing it, but we're just, it just we're greasing yeah, it's, a, it's a deal that God cut many years ago where he's like, yeah, every, we're going to do the ceremony every year and I got to give Azazel's kickbacks. So. Um, it's also, this is, this is kind of interesting too, cause this is, I think might be the first chapter where they like explicitly mention other spiritual beings, just like being around and, and fucking around. Cause they also mentioned this like Canaanite Moloch God by name. Um, and right. I think it's funny that in the, um, in this chapter, they kind of have to go like, and by the way, all that pagan shit that I see you doing every now and then that stops. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <not> totally. <laughs> 
Like, I don't know if you guys remember the first genocide, but I'll do another one of those. It, it also really speaks to the never-ending conversation of, does Judaism have a hell? Is there a Jewish devil? And it's like, no, but sort of, but other people have one, and we don't really. But Hitler's in hell for sure, along <laughs> with along with the pharaohs but like we're probably not going there so don't worry about it like it's this it's such a that there's no word for it it's a it's a it's an enigma i guess you'd call it i think it really i I don't know how to describe it i think it really is just that i think in the bible and i think for most of jewish history they just haven't been that concerned with like having a, a a mythology about the afterlife um because yeah. i think also ultimately yeah. like it doesn't matter if one god is like the most important thing or whatever and like is all knowing all seeing and whatever then afterlife doesn't fucking matter yeah that's pretty true it judaism is pretty focused on the present mind of everything and that's i honestly that's one of the big things i like about it is that it's very like hey this right here is what's important don't it, there's no prize at the end you need to focus on being nice right now to people yeah I, I don't know i like that one part so I tried to do a little bit more research on who this Azazel character is, um, and there's not a lot. Basically, way back – so basically, in terms of old other references to it, there are none. This is kind of just like – ah, like <laughs> I don't know. We're going to zazz it up. We've been talking about one god for a long time. Zazz it up with Azazel. Like, this is the Bible's <laughs> pop culture reference right here. Like, pretty much. <laughs> Um, then there's rabbis who will say much, much later in the tradition that basically Azazel is probably like a fallen angel, but I could also say that Azazel is the founder of a heavy metal because he's basically the devil. And guess what? Both of our claims are pretty much. Can we become like Jewy Satanists who worship Azazel is my question. I don't know because I don't think Azazel does anything else. I think he just gets that goat once a year. Yeah, we need some more Azazel texts. Is that his food for the year? He just kind of munches on the goat for a a year and hope it's a fatter goat the next year. Yeah. Oh, but it just turns out he's a vegetarian. It's like they keep sending me this goddamn goat. I have so yeah. many goats. Every year now. the Jews, every year the Jews send me a goat, and every year I'm like, guys, I, we've gone over this. I haven't had meat in thirty years. Can we talk about how God kind of implies that Canaanites were vomited by the earth? Yeah, they get expelled from the earth. Was somewhere in here? Is yeah. that to say that instead of being created by God, I, my translation said vomited. Is that to say that instead of being created by God, they were just kind of like shitted out by Mother Earth? I don't know. It's, it's um, no. So basically, what I saw was since I was going down this whole translation thing was that v- the word vomited is literally vomited, but it's in reference to like in particular someone regurgitating food, not just like an explosion outward. And I think the idea behind it is that like the holy land is so holy that it literally cannot hold the Canaanites and all of their defilement. So it will vomit them out. Kind of like, okay. It's like a very visceral version of manifest destiny of like, it's not even just that we're coming to conquer it. It's the land literally fucking rejecting the people as though it were a human body and vomiting the fucking unholy because they're so impure yeah that's that is sinister 
Oh, that's that. That's that Old Testament God that's that's angry, that's drunk, and is like, "Get this down. This is gonna be good." Uh, no, the fucking double bass pedals and the fucking high distortion is just fucking ringing the whole time. This chapter, this is fire, and this is fucking electric guitars. There's two drummers on stage going. People are people are gonna die. There's vomiting. Did you guys read that portion with the goat demon too? Kind of, I mean, it all kind of seemed to tie into the Azazel thing. It's kind of confusing. It's this weird thing where they're like, by the way, he's like, look, you get the goat and you send it off to the thing. Don't send it off to the goat demons, which I know you guys whore yourselves in front of, too. You're just like, God is. He's really on a, he's really just on a, you're right. He is, a, he is, does kind of read as drunk in this one. He's pissed off. He's no bullshit. Like, Jim well, Norton and if God. and if you look at the top, like the beginning of Leviticus 16 is like he's talking to Aaron after this story where his two sons go into the Holy of Holies and they say the holy name of God on the wrong day and they get struck down and killed instantly. So like we're coming out of that in Leviticus 16 and now God's like, and take down some more. I've got more instructions for you on how to clean this mess up. Right. He and starts like, off literally being like, by the way, you have to pay a fee for your fucking son's dying. Yeah. He's God is going into the Airbnb and is like, you know, you have to clean for all of this, right? Like, you, you know, you have to clean up this murder. Jesus. Wow. You kind of forget because he just gets going so quickly. Yeah, no, that's that's what gives me that whole like drunken like or at least cocaine screenplay writer of just like right like we got to put all this in tonight sure wow god is the cocaine screenplay writer or the writers are the cocaine screenplay god isn't real so (laughs) it feels like it's that it almost feels like that bojack scene where god is bojack maybe sure i don't know which scene but there's a lot of scenes where he's basically there's a lot of bojack scenes it was not specific in that that's my fault but yeah, him, the scene where he's writing and thinks he's God, that sounds right. The th- there is one thing that's interesting, is that when they're doing the whole scapegoating thing, right, before they send him to the, you know, Azazel, and not to the fucking goat demons that you whore yourselves in front of, the language of the Bible is fascinating. Um, it mentions that you have to send a goat away with a timely person, like someone who's on time and, like, is kind of prompt with things and i was like ah i don't think we have an example of no good deed goes unpunished in the bible yet but oh yeah like hey let me give me someone reliable okay hey you got to go take the sins over the cliff we're gonna do the ritual purification stuff and get holy but you know hurry back if you can because you're good at knowing where the sun is in the sky we need you to take care of this for us yeah just do you think I mean, maybe the timely person has just always eaten the goat and been like, yeah, 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 Azazel came and take, took it. Oh, for <laughs> sure. And that's why he's always he stays timely because he's yeah. like, I'm not losing out on this the goat this year. I'm not going to fast for Yom Kippur. I get my own goat. Yeah, maybe this is a guy that's like maintaining a reputation because like he's like, yeah, when I'm super on time every year, they give me a whole goat for it. I don't understand. I'm supposed to take it to this azazel fellow but they never show up there's also so there's also a part here where i think it's 1710 where it says you have to wash your clothes and bathe your body and if you don't do both you should bear guilt 
And it's like, is there not a better encapsulation of Jewish guilt than like you need to shower and get dressed, otherwise it's pointless. Like (laughs) (laughs) You know what I largely agree though. Like, don't fucking take a bath, get yourself all squeaky clean and whatever, and then just hop into your dirty clothes. <laughs> yeah. And just like, yeah. oh, no, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I just came back from the gym. I put on the same shirt. But no, nah, dude, I can go to the party. It's fine. I showered. Yeah, I showered. The shirt's fine. Like, let's see. Oh, and also this is, it was really funny you recommended this section because this is the section that, like, when you're in Torah study and in day school, you flip to and you giggle about because it says all the dirty stuff. Like, Oh, well, this like, is... that's a lot of a lot of Leviticus. But, yeah, this one is, yeah, has a lot of, yeah, ones. stuff about nakedness. Which, when you're a kid, you don't even realize that they're talking about sex, necessarily. You just think it's funny that the concept of, that someone could be naked. Um there's a part where God threatens, I forget what he exactly threatens, but he says like, or I, he says like, don't do this or I will put my face to you. Like something really crazy like that. It's like, what does it mean when you put your face to somebody, God? I feel like that's what a lot of people who don't really understand, like bodily autonomy and consent. That's what they do. Kind of like that. Uh, now, you know what? I'm not even going to fucking tie it into anything that happened recently. Um, I have a little note about not eating blood again because this is probably what the eighth time we've reiterated the fact that we're not allowed to eat blood. Yeah. So I'm just curious. If I blood... can't stress it enough. Do not eat the blood guys. Well, his blood like... sauce is just like the most popular fucking thing in the world at this time. Where every... No, I think he, I think he just, they just had had a really specific way that they wanted people to drain their cattle or whatever. I don't know. I think they just really thought blood was gross and icky, and they were just like... Well, it says something interesting where it says that the blood contains the soul of the animal. Yeah, it does say that. It says... Ooh. The blood contains the soul. It says, like, This is really, like, the heavy metal tour of And when you're eating blood, it's like you're eating life. (laughs) When you eat food, it's like you're eating life, I would argue, but... I guess we're also like in the desert at this point and we don't want to I I always keep going back to just God's a babysitter and he's just like and please don't drink the blood it doesn't work like that we've tried just please don't do it. Oh cuz it'll just fuck with your It'll be like I'm drinking yeah, water and I'm sick. eating meat. It's like a meat yeah. shake. <laughs> uh, also you can eat carry on as long as you fucking like dead animals you can eat carry on as long as you take a bath and say you're sorry. I thought that was an interesting one. That is funny. I just, I guess we something that we've touched on in other episodes is that, and this this is another one that it kind of comes up in explicitly is God kind of says like, hey, when you go places, like their rules don't matter. Like my rules matter. I'm God. So it's just kind of like, it's just kind of another example of this book being like, hey, uh, go out there and do imperialism, fellas. Or yeah, or at the very least, just like look. No, no, like you're you're special. The rules don't apply to you. My rules apply to you, but the rules don't apply to you. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's, like, it, it's like a parent just being like, "Look, you go over there and you do whatever you want, and if they have a problem with it, you send them to me." Like it's like, what isn't this just going to cause issues? Yeah, that God is excited to have because he'll then he's like giddy. He's like he wants those issues so that he can go smite a bunch of Canaanites or non-believers or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's like he's like walking into a department store, setting off a bunch of fireworks, but not like running out to get away from the paint. Just being like, I can't wait to see what they say to me. 
Yeah, no, this is like God just wanting all the smoke. God just wants a big old conflict, and he really doesn't care who it's with. Um, also, I did have this fun note that says, in my notes, that just says, no being a pedo, no fucking your mom and dad. I've actually never been more on board with the Bible. Sure, I mean, when it's right, it's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm done fully. Yeah, to yeah. their credit. You know, to their credit, that is a good idea. That's, yeah, they, there's a lot of weird stuff about zionism there's a lot of weird stuff about what women's roles in society are but you know what don't be a pedo and don't fuck your parents and no fucking animals i also like no fucking animals when they do the no bestiality (laughs) rules they specify that women are not allowed to like it specifies like do not lay in front of an animal for it to have sex with you which i really like that it's It's they're addressing the fact that it's like you can't go fuck an animal, but you also can't just give an a, animal ample opportunity to do its thing. Like that's yeah, also bottoming wrong. is not a loophole, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. Like, just because you're like, oh no, I hope the horse doesn't mount me. Like that's not that's not your way out of it. Exactly. It's, yes. I mean, it bottoming. does. It does remind me a little bit of like when you. You know, at some point in your schooling, you learn about the Greek myths, right? And you'll learn about Zeus and how he has all these different children. And he, like, appears as a swan. And then, like, in the versions you're taught with fucking in school, like, and then the girl just gets pregnant. But, like, they're not shying away from it. Like, he turns into a swan and fucks a woman as a swan or turns into a bull. So I could definitely imagine, I know they're not contemporaneous, these people hearing stories like that while they're writing this thing down and just being like, you think that he turned into a bull and had sex with the woman? No, that's not allowed. What the fuck? (laughs) Uh, There's also a great one here. Do not marry a woman as a rival to her sister and uncover her nakedness in the other's lifetime. No, no sister bangs. No, no trying to get through the whole sister lineage. That's not allowed in Judaism. No step anything. That's yeah. that porn hub. I hope you're listening. <laughs> There's no step, step, step siblings is a no. Actually, I, I'm also pretty much, uh, I don't know if this is what they meant to do, but the Bible, at least in this chapter, seems to think that like family is family and doesn't seem to really believe in like all of the weird distinctions and whatever, where it's like, look, it doesn't matter if the kid is from like a different like pairing or whatever like they're your brother and they're your sister yeah okay like there's no no weird stuff about that i also like that like when it's listing off these rules it'll throw in it'll be like um you may not lay with or you may not uncover your nakedness to your sister-in-law or to your mother-in-law you may not uncover your nakedness to your cousin because this is perverted like it'll <laughs> slip those in <laughs> Well, why can't we do it? Because it would be bad. It'd be really That's gross. Why. Like just, it'd make everybody really uncomfortable and feel weird. God damn! I shouldn't have to explain this to you, Dave. And uh, your neighbor's wife is also off limits in this one too. Yeah. So if we didn't cover that in the Ten Commandments, it's explicitly clear here. It's it. Along, I can't stress it enough. It along with eating blood is a really big no no. Uh, I would love to see one of the like a Torah like word map where the where the like usage of the words or like maybe the phrases is is the size of it. It's just I would really love to know how important eating blood is compared to some of the other things that are in here just on repetition. I'm sure because it sounds like it's in there a ton. I'm sure some Jew has made that map. Are you looking for it? Some Jew. <laughs> 
I talk like that all the time. You know I'm what I sure mean. I'm sure some Jew made it. <laughs> that was a hard J, buddy. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> Not as hard as when I say Jew belong. Oh, God. Uh, okay, Torah word map. Let me see. Google uh, I just, images. I was just back on Jew belong. I had a couple. This is kind of, uh, it was all, a little all over the place, but. I was thinking Jubilong, it's kinda it kinda reads like if the Rebbe was a Tumblr kid. You know? Yeah, that's that's great. And that's also like right wh- okay. What about how about either Cubelong or Juanon? Because <laughs> it does kind of have, have the same ring to it. And I I uh and the way I talk about it, it's like, you know, who is Q? Who who is Jew? We don't know. <laughs> who is who Jew? Is Jew? <laughs> this is like a conversation that Nazis and other white supremacists have been asking themselves for centuries at this point. It's like the white supremacist who's on first. <laughs> who is Jew? Is this, is this what it feels like to not be a Jew and think they run everything? To just be like, who is this Jew thinking they're in charge? Like, <laughs> okay. You're saying we're... Like, yeah, like we're on the outside right now being like, who is this Jew thinking they are telling all of us what to do and how to be. Yeah, I want a, I want a staff job at Jubilong. I'll sell out. I don't care. Give me a little, give me a little key card to get into the building. I'll, I'll write some hot takes. It has I'll make a star some of memes for you. I can fucking tell you that. What? The key card has a star of David on it. Yeah, and probably a picture of the map of Israel. Yeah, probably. Oh, yo, straight up, I didn't find a Torah word map that was worth shit. But I did find a map of the cosmology of fucking Judaism. Meaning? Meaning, where is Sheol? Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's actually not that interesting. Is Azazel in Sheol? Is Azazel the main guy there? Azazel is a groovy nomad, man. I think he just fucking (laughs) wanders the earth looking for his path, taking the sins of... Azazel is kind of like a demon Jesus. Demon Jesus. He just kind of takes the sins. And he's like, you know what? These are mine now. Dude, Azazel died for our sins. And he does it every year at Yom Kippur. And we give him a goat to say thank you. But uh, that's what this book, it keeps going back and forth. Like when I was writing the summary, I I was like having a hard time because I was like, wait, is Azazel the goat? Like, is it the scapegoat that is Azazel? It's so, it's very confusing. Um, Uh, I mean, you know, it's, is it? No, okay. Sorry, I thought I just found a picture of a Torah ripped into the shape of the map of Israel, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's <laughs> happening on a lot of different levels." But that's it wasn't not quite allowed. That. But that's <laughs> that's very that's very on Jubilong's brand. I, yeah. I feel like that's there. That's like the same as when somebody makes like a like makes a Blue Lives Matter flag out of an American flag, where it's like, "Oh, you're really just giving up the whole game there, aren't you?" Or the thin blue line, like Punisher. Like mm-hmm. sticker where it's just like you know that's oh okay well ooh I wanna I actually don't want this but I sort of would like to put on my enemy's car a fun prank would to be to for Josh let's to prank Josh for not making it to this episode let's put let's get like just a big like Israeli flag Punisher decal and just put it on the back of his oh, car oh no don't put that thought out into the fucking universe no no no. You don't want to. I guess you don't want to meet the Zionist Punisher. I don't want to meet the Zionist Punisher. I don't. I, I straight up, we don't need more enemies. 
Okay. The opposite of the Hebrew hammer. Just. <laughs> was the Hebrew hammer Andy Dick, or was he? He was just in that movie. No, it's um. Oh, I feel terrible. It's uh, Greenberg. Isn't it Evan Greenberg? Is his name? No, oh, no, yeah, I, I don't know. But I Andy Dick's it. in that movie, right? He's like the bad. It's like an elf or something. I don't know. Listen. Yeah, yeah, he's. Should probably round this one out, you know. Okay, <laughs> um, we do. We have any final thoughts on on really any of what was discussed today? Um, well, I guess we should ask about the cup, cut it or keep it. Do we want to? I mean, I don't think we need that chapter laying around anymore. You think that it belongs in in like if we were if we were Drew Belong and we had to not even fucking make a new Ten Commandments, but a whole new Torah, would this make it in? Huh. I I really like Yom Kippur, at least the idea of it, uh, and that we should at least have a day where everybody's going to stop and think about the dumb shit they've done through the year. So I like it. I'd like to keep it. I see a lot of rewrites that could be done. Like, I this, this could be a one-pager, terms and conditions, no problem, but uh, I think I'd keep it on its merits. I think it has some merits. All right. What about you? Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to decide whether this chapter Jew belongs in the Torah or Jew doesn't belong in the Torah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think we could ditch it. I mean, the idea of Yom Kippur is cool, but it's just so much that we've already gotten. So much repetitiveness. And also, I don't know. Yom Kippur is like a little bit... I don't know. It's a little too punitive for me, in my opinion. So I feel like that, people's experiences of, of Yom Kippur, whether they're positive or negative, is entirely based off of like who the main rabbi was in their community. Because some people really take it as like an opportunity for like, hey, this is kind of about like emotional growth. And some people really take it as like, you might die in two hours. I just have this mem- this burned into my memory of like working at my synagogue at the, like the youth program on Yom Kippur and some mom came in and was like screaming at her daughter and it's like clearly you just need to eat a Luna bar like don't let this <laughs> holiday like that's it just felt so defeative of the purpose to like like are you going to so you're hungry now, so you're yelling at your daughter, and then you're going to have to, like, apologize it, atone for it next, Yom Kippur, and, like, send that sin off with the goat. Like, this is just a, this is not a sustainable cycle. So for that reason, Sharks, I am out. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I think, yeah, you could cut it. I don't, I don't really feel one way or the other about Yom Kippur, to be honest. And um, I would actually say if you wanted to just clip the whole fucking Bible and just make it, uh, don't be a pedo and don't fuck your parents. Kind of a one-pager foundational document. I'm okay with that. I think you can fucking... The, we can really condense this whole book down a little bit. My Avodah Summer, our... Andy Swedlove was our main advisor. We had another advisor, but he went home because it was a plague summer. And he... The one rule that we had the entire summer that we had to go by was just be chill. And it's like, if that's just not a metaphor for just the Bible, like, it really could just be like, just... Please don't be a dick, and please be nice. And you, you pretty much got most of it. I, uh, yep. I think that's a that's an honest plea to just to everyone. I guess I have a final thought on Jubilong, which is that like, I so want it to work. Like, 
like I'm looking at the banner that's scrolling along and one of the banner things says we don't care which half of you is Jewish and like I love that I love that there's like a Jewish brand trying to put that thought out there a little bit more to maybe challenge some of the older people like I love the thought of someone trying to do that but then it's just you just keep reading and it just talks itself out of the conversation (laughs) yes all of this terrible rhetoric it's just like oh i agree with you on that and nothing else wow okay yeah they have a whole like page of like weird pithy memes that we didn't even get into one of them one of the memes was it was like a so good even mel gibson likes us which oh jesus uh, which i wanted to break down because i either what they're doing is they're they're being like one of the good ones and they're being like we're so we're so awesome that even this guy who hates Jews likes us. But I also, it's also confusing because they're, they're kind of framing this whole website as if they're speaking on behalf of Jews, in which case it it is very funny to speak on behalf of Jews and be like, one great thing about being Jewish is that it will make Mel Gibson love you. (laughs) (laughs) It will make him think you are great. (laughs) Yeah. The fucking, the logic fucking, not you have to tie yourself to get there, man. Jesus fucking Any Christ. Any last Jubalong thoughts, Ayani? Jub... Uh, it doesn't make me feel like I Jubalong. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me kind of feel like maybe Jew don't really like having me <laughs> Jew around. <laughs> yeah. And other fucking made-up words by putting Jew in front of him. What the fuck? Um, I don't know. Fucking... Yeah, man, fucking heavy metal music is fucking dope. Fucking Azazel, the devil, hell yeah, hell Satan, fucking get down with it. We hell fucking Satan. goat demons are, are goat demons confirmed in the Bible, and guess what? We sacrifice to them. I want I want Jubilong to have a spec because they have. I mean, and the sections aren't that interesting, but they have sections on like a lot of really specific Jewish stuff. I want them to be like to have their like pithy little takes on Azazel. Yeah, what the fuck? I want them to be like Azazel is the goat that eats your sins, so that they your sins don't go to your hips. Ha 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 ha. I wonder if enough of us emailed them about it. If like like the intern could run into the office and be like, "Boss, everybody is asking about this I this d- character." I don't I want to. I want to manifest. I don't want to do it. I don't want to put in the energy to make that happen, but I'd love to see it happen. Azazel or it didn't happen. It's a pretty fucking simple little thing you can email. You can email that to us. I would say I would say leave the Jubilong people alone for now. Not that we even have that big of a pull to begin with. But I would say you don't need to interact with them, but you do need if you have insight if you think you went to camp with the Jubilong person, like you do need to let oh us yeah, know. You please. do need to let us know as a matter of journalistic responsibility. I would say societal integrity. civic duty. <laughs> Like, this, like <laughs> fucking engage. Definitely, I just yeah. got called for jury duty. I'm doing my part. You need to do yours. Oh, yeah. And it's also like, if you really do care about what seems to be a dwindling number of Jews, like, we need to figure out who's behind Jew belong. <laughs> Bring them to heal. No, I don't even necessarily think that. We have a dumb we have a dumb Torah podcast. They have a dumb website about <laughs> Judaism. We just happen to have better opinions than them, I think. And I largely agree. Not oh yeah. And also, yeah. it's in our own voice. 
like we're literally recording a podcast and we're not just like we're not just putting it in text and being like this is on behalf of the jewish enjoy everybody it does make me want to just start speaking on behalf of jews though apparently you just can you really not on anything serious but just like yeah we all hate beige we can't do it it's a whole thing ask any of your jew friends they hate beige it's taupe or nothing like i just something very minor yeah no i'm into that um do you have anything you want to plug ben anything you're working on uh um i've been working on just pivoting more to online content honestly um so follow me on instagram my instagram handle is fuck ben kaufman uh, if you search fuck ben k it will pop right up you also sell stickers uh, just, that say fuck ben kaufman right i've always i do those are free that. if you dm oh, me i'll nice. send them to you those are totally yeah, free so ben if ben anybody wants stickers. a fuck ben kaufman sticker dm me i'll send them to you i feel free. like there's a story behind that did someone review you and just kind of thought that that would sort of end your career so you might like the story behind it because it's a heavy metal origin, actually. Hey. So I love, I love that the band Primus's thing is like Primus sucks. I love that that's what their fans chant. Yeah, I think that's. I thought that was so funny as a kid. So just to like take the thing that everybody uses against you, be like, ah, fuck that guy, he sucks, I hate him, and just be like, yeah, fuck Ben Kaufman, fuck that dude. Was just kind of like. Let's just get this chip off our shoulder by putting it in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I can get down 100%. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, that's been Smite Me. Jew should like and subscribe. You should Jew like to subscribe to this uh, Jew cast so that we can make Jew money and, <laughs> 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 and get Jew followers. <laughs> so that we could further all of our own individual Jew careers. Yeah, and if you're not uh, not too Jew-barrist, you know, show us to your friends and um, keep Jewing Julie, y'all. <laughs> nope, I just figured out what Jew-barristment is. What is? What I'm feeling right now. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>